Hey, I'm back again to record another episode for my podcast. I know I always say this. It's been a while since the last time you heard from me. But like I always say, I say I don't want to be babbling and just talking about anything. So I've come to the point where a topic has to really be important to me. It has to sit on me for a while because I I always wanted to record something. I was like, I got to get back and I got to record another episode for my podcast. But nothing came to me until this morning. See... I'm trying to develop a a good prayer life, talking to my father. And I was talking to him, right? And while I was talking to him, certain things came to my memory. And always on cue, mostly all my recordings um, involved a very close friend of mine and I talk about her all through my podcast this is my friend that was born on the same day the same year totally different from me to me she looks at everything from a clinical point of view very intelligent very smart but sometimes we bump heads And I know she thinks she's being sensitive, but in actuality, she's very insensitive. A lot of times she tell me, oh, get over it, get over it. Even though I know she has a lot of insight, she lacks certain sensitivity, um, attributes she might like I, I'm because I know she's not totally clueless I know she understands trauma severe trauma and sometimes I, I try like you know she says I'm aggressive and I try to impose my my thoughts and my values and my opinions on people But that's not the case. See, I have low tolerance for people who don't get it. Even, you know, that's that's a weakness in me or probably, you know, a blind spot for me because when you don't get it, you do and say things. And you don't know that it's hurtful to the person you talking to and no matter how many times you try to explain to them that that's not it they think you lying or you masking another feeling and the thing is is that you not getting it 
has nothing to do with your intelligence or your insight or your knowledge or your wisdom. It's just that you have not walked in my shoes. So you can't tell me how I'm supposed to feel. The purpose for me doing this podcast is to educate and to advocate for people like me. I've told my story over and over again. I even wrote a book just so people can understand. So, I guess I'm basically doing this podcast in response to what my friend told me. My friend, she's a good friend. She's been there for me on several occasions. And I appreciate it. I love it. But then the other side of me is like, Dags, our friendship has been based on me always needing help. And she's always been there for me no matter how bad I acted. The mean things that I have said to her, I thank God for her understanding. I am so impressed with her accomplishments. She is a regal, sophisticated, and refined black woman. Something I always wanted to be, and I aspire to be that. But for the majority of our friendship, I've always been at the bottom of the totem pole. Always struggling, trying to get somewhere. Always being stopped, blocked. Something always came up. To knock me back down. And I tried to explain to her. I said look. She was like. She couldn't understand. Like I said thank you. I'm sorry I'm bothering you. And she was like. I can't understand why you always play the victim. It's not that I'm playing a victim. I'm trying to tell her. I've never had someone that I could trust and depend on in the physical realm. Because my father has always been there for me. I'm talking about my spiritual father, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. But to have somebody physically that you could call and say, look, I need this. 
never said no to me. I don't know what I did to deserve her, but I am so honored. She doesn't understand that this is rare for me. I've always had to take care of myself from a excuse me for crying because and we're getting down to the nitty gritty of my pain I've never had anybody I mean I did have people you know that you know that was there for me when I was in the shelter when I was in the hospital but when I became a grown woman I had nobody and to finally find somebody that's always there for me and mind you she doesn't have to do what she does for me so she does it so it's a humbling thing because in a way she does understand my pain But she doesn't know the depths of it. Of how. Um, damaged I am. Now she might take. My strength. And my ability to advocate. And talk. And express myself. But when you say. Get over it. Should have been past it. I will never get over what I went through. And I'm not using that as a crutch. Because I've tried. Went to school. Got jobs. Made differences in people's lives. But at the expense of me restoring myself because every time I got a job it was because I didn't have no money or I was forced to work because I went through this vicious cycle I go on a job and interview several I never got a job the first interview I went on. I had to go on several. And I had to sit there and wonder, can you see my scars? Can you see the destruction that was done to me? I always felt the need to explain myself so that people could understand because if you don't tell people your story, they judge you based on, you know, because a lot of people always used to say, I just thought you fought a lot. I had a lot of fights until I tell them, no, that's not where these scars came from. So I go on interviews and then somebody finally hired me because I lied and I hide because I didn't have enough courage and enough balls to say, look, I went through this. You don't tell people this type of stuff on an interview. They just want to know, can you do it? 
see, I was a great social worker because I understood most of the clients that I was servicing because most of them were just like me. Because I was forced to do something with my life because no one knew that I was disabled. So every day, I had to pile on a bunch of makeup to try to be the best that I could be. Then, I have a daughter that I had a hand in destroying because I started out doing to her what was done to me. I didn't know how to be a parent because I didn't have a parent. Everything was a a a a a, a test or trial and error. I learned until I learned I loved my child. I want I didn't want her to suffer the way I did. So I tried to correct some of the mistakes I made, but they was or it was already too late. So I'm telling you all this to tell you that I've never had a chance to rest. I've always been on the run. I've always been running and hiding. And I'm tired. I know that I'm not going to always be like this. I just want a chance to rest so I could get get the, the the restoration I need, the time I need. So when somebody says, oh, get over it, we never get over it, what was done to us. We expect for the people that love us to understand that I am messed up, but I'm trying and I'm telling you the things that activate my PTSD. You know how in the Bible, God said, killing, stealing, that's not the greatest sin. The greatest sin to him is you denying that he came down as a human form to be the ultimate sacrifice to pay for our sins. Now you know how he must feel is that he humbled and abased himself to come down in a human form for the people that he created to die do you know what death is death is you're never coming back do you know how Jesus suffered before he died you saw the movie that Mel Gibson produced 
You saw how he had to walk with his cross, people spitting on him, beating him, throwing rocks, cursing him and all that. Then he had to get banged up, uh, nails in his ankles, in his hands, in the sun, hanging on a cross. That was humiliating. It was painful. It was brutal. And for you to deny that, God is just not, he said, that's the ultimate sin. That's how I feel when you say, get over it. I'm not, I'm nobody's victim. I was a victim one time and that was it. I'm I'm never trying to force you to receive my opinion over yours. When I tell you stuff, it's me explaining why I do what I do. Like I said, I was a victim one time. And I'm not going to be nobody's victim ever again. So I can't sit there and listen to you say things that are wrong. Not because you're trying to be malicious. You don't understand. I know how to advocate myself. I know right from wrong. I know all the dynamics of the psychology. I did all of that. I went to school. I understand everything. That's why it's important for you to explain your pain. Because people who have not walked in your shoes and haven't been beaten and raped and burnt and and, 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 and maims and all that They will never understand your pain I had to learn Don't speak out of anger Don't speak out of Don't speak out of hurt Like express Tell people how you feel So that they can understand So that they can know how to treat you Us victims, we have learned not to say nothing. And by you not saying nothing, you allowing people to assume or or jump to their own conclusions. And a lot of times they are wrong. This is why I I, I made this, 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 this podcast. Because a lot of people don't understand the severity of damage that goes into a child at a very early age. When I say severe trauma, I'm talking about people, children who have been repeatedly raped. Uh, repeatedly physically abused not one or two times over a period of years just tearing their souls 
You happen to have to, to protect yourself at a young age. Protecting yourself from the abuse and from the pain. Imagine happen to having to have a, a, a mindset at a tender age of three, four, and five, and even six. That is something a child has no capability of understanding. Why should a child have to learn how to protect themselves? And because they don't have wisdom, knowledge, or understanding, their survival techniques and their survival skills are all wrong. You have to be taught to live. You have to be taught to survive. You have to be taught how to walk, talk, eat, dance, sing, anything in life. You have to be taught. If you're not taught, you'll learn things the wrong way. Because you look at things from an innocent child's point of view. And if you as a child think that the way you think has protected you, it is hard to unlearn those things. Especially if your fears turn out to be right. But see, the good thing about me is that I've encountered people who were kind who really had my best interest at heart. But they were temporary. So. It just felt so good to get all of that out of, out of, out of, out of me. And I hope I did my best at explaining how I really feel. Um, I'm, and, and another thing I want to tell you is that um, I know during my previous podcast, I I always dropped hints that I am a Christian. But for now on, I'm, I'm God got to come, Jesus and God, because the Trinity, they're going to be involved with the rest of my podcast my recordings because I have to let you know how great God is and how he has been taking care of me how he has revealed himself to me and showed me that he does exist so I can't no longer you know not mention him he's the center of my life I'm so glad that you stuck in, stuck by, and listened to me to the last drop, last minute, because you didn't have to. The next one, the next recording, I promise to try to make it a little more soon, sooner, 
But I'm so glad you stuck with me to the end. And I promise that the next topic that I talk about will be just as interesting as all the others. Thank you.